0: If you are a homeschool mom or a teacher and you are planning to start a micro school in your home or you're currently running a micro school, a homeschool pod, a homeschooling hybrid out of your home, this is a must listen to. Today I'm going to share with you how to really set boundaries and enjoy working from home or preparing to work from home. Yes, there's so many wonderful parts about being able to to start a business, a school, a program out of your home. Wow, I cannot wait to share all of the incredible parts about that. There's also some must-knows, some things to prepare for, some things to avoid, and this is the episode I wish I would have had when I started our school out of my home four years ago. until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil, it's time to get your teach on. I wanna say thank you to everybody who supported us this year of 2023, thank you so much. I am so delighted to be able to work Hand in hand with so many incredible teacher, entrepreneurs, parents who are starting their micro schools, their homeschool hybrids. I get to set across and coach and help and listen to so many plans and dreams. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast, listening, encouraging yourself, disciplining yourself to learn, to grow Implement new ideas. It is such a pleasure to have you in my life. Thank you for being a part of our Facebook group. Thank you so much for leaving reviews on our podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you have not left a review, it would mean not only the world to me, but it would help our listeners to understand the journey, to let them know that they are not alone. They too have sat in our shoes of being motivated yet fearful of making a change so when you leave a podcast review you're speaking to thousands of people who need to know that they're not alone and you're blessing me in the event of doing so thank you so much for commenting on our facebook posts thank you so much for sharing facebook posts thank you so much for for getting into our facebook group and helping one another I love popping in there and somebody will ask a really great question and I'll see 13 comments, 26 comments of people helping. It's just absolutely so wonderful to see such a great community. Thank you so much. And thank you to those of you who are still listening. You're still trying to figure it out. Thank you for the opportunity for me to be your guide. I want to share with you that long before I started the school, I always had this fascination with wanting to be a work from home mom, or stay at home mom. I want I wanted to work from home. I, I love my home. It's not the most fabulous, most incredible, nicest, neatest state of the art home. Okay. But there's something about caring for what you have. And that's exactly what we had in my heart. Whenever I wanted to work from home. And I want to be with my kids. And it could have been that I was maybe a little burnt out in teaching. It could be that I have a husband whose mom stayed home. It could be that I longed to have more kids. I, I, I don't, I think this is a combination of a lot of feelings. And I think I just wanted to do something different. And I want to say that I did it. And I wanted to try. And then when the school became an idea or an option, the only viable option that I had was to start it in my home. And it just seemed like the best of both worlds collided. I was able to teach my kids, be with my kids, work from home, make an income, have a school, do what I loved, which was teaching. It just worked out, right? And I also found that while I was in the midst of having the school out of our home, each year, it got progressively different. That'd be the word, different. Each year came many, many blessings and each year came many things that I needed to reevaluate and consider. So I'm going to share with you a little bit of my background and then I'm also going to share with you some tips on if you're starting it out of your home, just how to really balance the boundaries, the goodness, the richness of that experience while also maintaining professional life, personal life homeschooling life, mom of your house, CEO life, it is, it's a thing. Regardless if you do it in your house or not in your house, we still have roles and responsibilities. But now that it's in your house, or you're considering it being in your house, you've got to also consider that you've probably never done anything like this. You've never started homeschooling your kids you've never started teaching in your home you've never ran a school out of your home you've never ran a program out of your home you are used to going and reporting somewhere for work and now it's different so this episode I know is really going to touch heart to people who had those same desires that I had or who are in the trenches right now running it out of your home and I'm going to be honest with you I always said that I did not want to have a building for our school And I am literally recording this episode in the building where we have our school. I always dreamt that it would start in my home and then we would move it into the back of our home and we'd build like a little school cottage and that would be it. And then the dream came into, okay, we're going to buy land and it's going to be out of my home and we're going to have like two or three little school cottages on our property. And now we are in a completely big church all to ourselves that used to be an Amazon shipping center. And it's just incredible that we're here because I honestly never wanted to leave my house. Seriously. But now I'm actually glad I left my house. So listen, friends, this Teach You, Let Your Life Shine is all about sharing the journey with you and holding your hand and walking you through it. Okay. I, there is not a one size fits all one road this is like a GPS system. Whenever you pull it up and it gives you all alternate routes to get to the same destination, this is what I'm talking about. There is not, we are not on a one way road here. We got many twists and turns. And if you go back years ago to the very beginnings of these episodes, you would be like, listening to this now, I'm saying, she said she never wanted a big building. Now she's in a big building. And the truth of the matter is, it's surrender. And the truth of the matter is the school kept growing and we were busting at the seams in my house. And while I didn't necessarily want it to be out of my house, I didn't want to keep doing it. Having the school with 18 kids and three people, three adults, 21 people at my house every day. But I also didn't want to close the doors. And I also didn't want to be like, okay, I'm only going to accept six this year. I believe that God just continued to bless it to show me that I needed to get out of my comfort zone. And speaking of which, having the school in your home is very comfortable. It's like cushy, even though we threw away all of our pillows, (laughs) even though we threw away so much stuff so that we could have the school. We were buying things off Facebook Marketplace and our home is a one level home. We did not necessarily have separation. We have a split floor plan where my husband and I's bedroom is on one side of the house with a bathroom. And then our kitchen and living room are on that same side. And then there's a separate side of the house that has another small living room and three bedrooms. So there really wasn't like an upstairs and downstairs where you could just shut the door and, you know, go up to work or go down, down to work, whatever. So it was if I want to get to my daughter's room, I'm going to pass through two classrooms. If I wanted to get from my kitchen to my bedroom, I'm going to pass a classroom. If I want to get from the kitchen to my daughter's bedrooms I'm going to pass the classroom and then our office which we had the first year and a half turned into a classroom then my office turned went into my bedroom and then me and my husband both had offices in our bedroom and then my husband moved his office out to the garage okay this is I'm telling you it's been like a game of Tetris having the school in my home and while I was like, oh, this is so good. There also was so much excitement with being able to set it up and to do really great things, but there were also some constraints. I didn't want kids walking through my bedroom to use my bathroom, so 21 people had to share my daughter's bathroom. The good news was is that their bathroom was cleaned every day because the kids made sure that was a part of their chore. The school kids would clean the bathroom, but at the same time, my kids had to get used to 21 people being in their bathroom. And there were some boundaries that I had to make sure that I explained to the students that I had to make sure that I explained to my own daughter. And there was sometimes a lack of synergy, especially whenever I was so used to going to a school setting and working with multiple teachers, there was that lack of collaboration, which is why after one year of having the school, I started the podcast. I started the Facebook group because I wanted to continue doing this and I wanted other people to be a part of the movement, but I didn't want them to do it alone and I didn't want to do it alone either. So while doing this school or this program in your home is cozy and welcoming, sometimes you feel like you're at work. Sometimes you don't feel like you're at work. Sometimes you're at work and you see the dishes in the sink and you're like, I want to go ahead and clean that up or "Oh, let me just run outside and do my, throw my clothes from the washer and the dryer. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. I'm so glad that we got to do that. I'm also glad that if there was a storm, the kids could come and help clean up the sticks out of the yard. Like, listen, they were a part of the culture. It was a different culture having that school in my home. I was not able to just completely disconnect my personal life from it, which was good and which was bad. Honestly, the last year of having the school in our home, it grew to where I needed to do more admin work which left me going to my bedroom office. And honestly, I didn't want to be in my office all day long. But I also didn't want to leave 21 people at my house every day. That was, that was a hard thing too, is I, I wanted to leave my house, but I couldn't necessarily leave my house. And the only reason why I couldn't leave my house is because I may have had just a little bit of a guilt issue with that. And I got better with it over time. And that goes to show that there can be some guilt There can be even some mom guilt associated with, okay, now maybe you've been homeschooling your kids or now you're not only taking care of your kids, you're taking care of other kids. And you want to make sure that you're providing them what's best. And should I let my daughter go into her bedroom and finish her reading and math by herself? Or should she come out here with the rest of the group? Seriously. Should I let my daughter go out on the back porch and sit and decompress with the dog? Because this is her home and she never leaves it Monday through Friday from 8 to 3. Where do I give this balance? And you could be facing that or maybe you've never even thought of it. And while, I, while I'm here to say that it is a blessing, it is a luxury to have it in your home, you need to be preparing for this. You are now a full-time mom, a CEO, a homemaker, a school coordinator. And you want to make sure that you're set up for success. Because there are levels of challenges, but there's so many great levels of blessings. So I want to share with you some tips for how I really made the most of this. Number one, I kept dreaming. And number two, I kept reorganizing. And having the school in my home had so many financial blessings. It also had really great blessings on my mindset because I was able to let go of so much stuff that did not serve me anymore. Like pictures and, and furniture and pillows and things I just didn't need during that time. And I was still able to make it cute. I could pot some cute rugs for cheap. We were able to get a, some new items for our house that also served the school like a basketball goal and a gardening and a swing. But there were also times where I missed having pillows and I missed having nice rugs and I missed having nice little hand towels for my kids. But there was a sacrifice and I would not take it back at all. And I believe that if you can start this out of your home, it is an amazing viable option. But if you can't, that's okay too. Maybe you have no desire to do this. It's okay. Or maybe you're like, I don't want it in my home, but I had to start here. Let's make the most of it right now. Because you will be able to get it out of your home someday. I promise you will. You just got to keep listening to the podcast, get yourself coaching, get yourself in a situation and a mindset for growth. Because a lot of times I think I was scared to grow. I was scared to get out of my house because I was going to have to get out of my comfort zone, especially during the pandemic. It just felt secure, but God was calling me to a different mission field. And he could be calling you as well, but you're going to need to make the most of this time right now. And I believe that I have some great tips. So number one is I really got out of the house as much as possible. I made sure that in the morning I was outside waiting for the kids to arrive, not the kids coming into my house. We had tried that for a while. I didn't like it. I also made sure that we took a walk every single day in the morning, sometimes even in the afternoon. I made sure that the children were able to go outside and play a lot, and I was able to go outside a lot. I made use of our park every single day we drove to the park. Now, depending on the amount of kids, the transportation, that may not be a viable option for you, but what can you do outside as much as possible? And also, What field trips can you take? And who can you you have help you take the kids on field trips so you can get out of your house if that is starting to bother you or if that is a concern that you have? I also made sure that I had my own personal workspace. Now, I'm actually coaching a client who has the school out of her home. And she said, I am so excited for Christmas break because I'm actually going to give myself a desk And I said, oh my gosh, honey, I know exactly how that feels. I remember one year in me teaching public school, I was like, I don't need a desk. I'll just share my my kidney bean table with the kids. And that was just not a good idea for me. Same thing with my house. I always made sure that I had my own personal space, my own desk for work, my own supplies for work, and my own personal space separate from work. And I really encourage you to do that. Maybe it's just a table. Maybe it's a desk. Maybe it is an area in your home where you get to go and focus and plan. Maybe it's outside on your back porch because I had that for a while too, where I literally had something set up on the back porch for me to work on that was separate from being inside my house. And then aromatherapy. Oh my God. I'm so grateful that I got to have our school in the house and I could burn candles and I could, oh just turn on relaxing awesome music to make my environment so just cozy and then lamps I got additional lamps and I got better lighting and I made sure that I got good smelling lotions for my hands like those are yeah I know you can do that in regular in like a regular setting but what can you do to just really get all of your senses involved what you see so I think it's really important that, again, you go outside, you get natural lighting, you open up your windows every day, you open up the window like blinds and the curtains. I also think it's really important that you're watching the goodness in the kids and, and really like through your eyes seeing this being such a blessing. And then the smells, you know, maybe I, I know there were a lot of times where I'm like, I really don't want to make this in the morning for breakfast because it's going to make my house stink. But if I make pancakes, ah. Oh. That's going to make my house smell so good or cinnamon rolls. And then also just the candles and the lotions and the sprays. It really makes a difference. And then the things that you're listening to, are you making sure that you get outside and listen to the birds? Do you have on nice background music? I like to put it on YouTube where it's like right now there's little gingerbread houses with it snowing outside and it's got nice, comfortable music playing in the background. We also like to do chill loafy vibes. Chill, lo fi. My daughter calls it lo fi. L O F I. I'm probably saying it wrong. Chill, lo fi vibes. So many great instrumental music playlists that you can listen to. And making sure that you have dedicated workspaces is very important. Very important. It's the things that you touch, right? It should be organized. It should be comfortable. It should be free from distractions. And you deserve that. You're running your business. You're running your home. You're running your marriage. You're running your family. You deserve your own desk. You deserve your own space and make it nice and make it cute and go to five and below and get you some cute pens and a little pin holder or a little something for your papers. Enjoy it. Then you've got to make sure that you have an online platform. You've got to make sure that you are connecting with people who are doing what you're doing, which is, of course, our Facebook group, Teacher Layer Light Shine, Micro School Community. This really helps to streamline communication, really helps to make sure that you are not alone. And then if you're like me, I think it's really important to keep it spiced up. Like literally don't be afraid to change your spots. Don't change don't don't feel afraid to change anything that you don't think is working for you to maintain a healthy work-life balance. And then of course you need personal spaces. You need a place for you to relax and your kids to relax. You need a place outdoor that will help you to connect with nature and to give you a place outside of your home that still feels like home. So that could be a nearby park, just a fresh air, change of scenery can be very rejuvenating. And of course, if you are doing this and you're balancing work and mother duties, you have to establish very clear boundaries. You've got to communicate with your children. you got to set them down. You've got to have these conversations. You have to give them a little notebook so they can process their feelings or give them the autonomy to change things in the house or, or to have their own separate space where nobody can touch it or their own special toys where nobody is going to mess with them. It's very important and to, and to just, even before that, just to have the conversation with your children, making sure that you're involving them, creating a more inclusive and collaborative environment that allows you for teaching and parenting. And just remember that as you're transitioning from working in a school to a home is you're going to have to really work on developing a new routine. This includes different breaks, different time schedules in the day, different time for personal activities, different time for family interactions. I made sure that as the students left at the end of the day, my daughter and I sat on our outside swing for about 10 minutes and just talked. Embracing flexibility is going to be very important because there's going to be a different set of challenges, as I said. So really making sure that you are prepared for the flexibility to be adaptable and make the changes as needed. And last but not least, just thinking about places to go outside the home. A lot of times I would go to Panera on Friday or to Starbucks you can go to a local library that's a really great time oh my gosh my first two years I had enough kids to where I could do the library trips on my own and I would pick up myself some books and then there was a park right next to the library so the kids would play at the park and I'd read a book it was a blissful making sure that you have a place outside the home to network and meet with other groups meet with other meet with other homeschooling families I had a couple homeschooling families that would meet up with us at parks and that gave me a sense of connection and community. And I really made sure that we had a lot of outdoor activities planned, whether it was the park, a nature reserve, a recreational center, or just spending time outdoors, not only during the week with the students, but after work and on the weekends really filled my cup. So remember that finding the right balance is a continuous process. So it's very essential to regularly assess and adjust what needs are are evolving and prioritize your self-care community and openly communicate your needs to your own children, your parents, and even the students that you serve. And of course, seek support by coming to our Facebook group. I want you to know it was such a blessing to have the school out of our home. And I really enjoyed those moments. There were challenges but I'm so grateful to have it out of my house now whenever I said that I never wanted it to, have it to be out of my house. And then there's times where I'm here where I'm like, can I just go back to my house? Can I, I, I don't want to go back into my house. Like, can't I find that house with the big land to have a little cottage school? And if I'm not there yet, can I just relish in the idea that, wow, look how far we've come. And I'm grateful for the time I had in my house, but I'm also grateful that it's not there anymore. And so I want you to know that there has been a change in my energy and my spirit. And I know that there will be for you as well, no matter what stage you are in this process. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way. Because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.